0: Okay, so um, thank you for joining us today on Plainly Speaking with Baggy and Bralador. So, there's a preacher in America, um, Andy Stanley. In case you know Charles Stanley, so this is his son. His name is Andy Stanley. Uh, for Baggy and I, we, I think we kind of like ran into Andy Stanley at the same time. This was at GLS, I guess. Was it GLS? Go. Yeah, so we knew we knew, we knew, yeah, we knew Andy Stanley.
1: We knew Andy, Andy dad yeah. earlier, actually. Because I, I, know, I know I stumbled upon Charles Cap. Charles Cap was one of yes. those. Charles Stanley, rather. Stanley was the first person to read John 21. The first time I stumbled on him many years back, he was reading John 21. And the scripture came alive. I was seeing the whole scene of Jesus after the resurrection by the Sea of Galilee, where his, his disciples went to fish. And I was seeing it. And he was just reading the scriptures. And it so hit me that my God, that was, you know, and eventually we met, we met the son and the Stanley. And yeah, jealous it was was really what what knitted us together with him. I think um, that was really what needed us together with him when he preached about not in vain. Okay. That we know that our not labor in the yeah. Lord is not in vain. That Very just true. Hit, that just hit, yeah. hit the name okay,
0: of so this is the Okay, so this is the caption. This is uh, this from a message eight years ago, and I, I, I think probably not too long after that, we kind of like saw it. So it says, the Bible says, in quote, it's not an adequate starting and returning point for many adults and um yeah so 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 that's it bottom line what that just means is that um, um there are a whole lot of people that um coming at them with the bible says is going to like push them off and because for instance um if you are if you are talking one clear example i can see with this if you see paul's co- um, conversation with the greeks in act 17 you find out that paul um, yeah. I, th- I think this was kind of like unique Paul was not quoting the prophets when he was talking to these people.
1: He never quoted the prophets when he was speaking outside, the, was speaking yeah, outside so the synagogue. He wasn't
0: quoting the prophets. He wasn't yeah. He wasn't so he trying to, to, to talk about Abraham or Moses or the law or anything. He was... Because obviously, if he started with that, that, that was just going to like push them off. So, in what Anistali is saying here is that the Bible says it's going to turn off a lot of people. The bottom line of this is that we Christians can, um, in quote, can be caught up so much in our Christianese and expect that the world would um, understand. I remember sometime you're always saying that, why do we do this thing on Facebook that we're trying to preach to the world on Facebook?
1: Yeah, we're
0: trying to give the world faith, yeah.
1: You know, and so that's when the Ebola came out, you know, and then we're going on Facebook, people are going on Facebook and saying things like, oh, no weapon fashioned against us shall prosper, stand strong, do not be afraid of the walls of the enemy. And I said, why are you giving faith to the world? They will die. <laughs> I said they will die because god jesus christ said in my name that those that believe these signs shall yeah. accompany them he did not say this doesn't say this True. will happen to all men he says it's those who believe that yeah. the signs will accompany when paul was speaking paul said this is in romans 8 paul said the love the spirit of life in christ jesus has made us free from True. the law of sin and death speaking to the colossian church he said god in unraveling our revelation to us our redemption to us or our salvation to us said that god has See now um, now thanks be unto god who has who has made us qualified to be particles of the inheritance of the saints in light it says who has translated us or who has delivered us from the authority of darkness and has translated us or or, or transformed us to be citizens of the kingdom of light and the question then is if and if you're not if, if one is not in God or one is not in Christ or one's life is not hidden Christ, he's still under the authority of darkness. And so to go out there telling the people who are in the world and telling them, you know just be strong, you will kill them. There's no positive, there's no positive affirmation to the kingdom yeah, of true. darkness. He knows the devil knows his own. The way God yeah. knows his own, the devil knows his own. You know, and that's why with all certainty, the enemy spoke to those the seven sons of Skiva and said, See, Jesus, I know, and Paul I know. The devil knows his own. He knows those who are not his own. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, so the whole assumption, I feel a lot of times with believers, like you said, rightly, we we speak a lot of christians where we say things as though we're speaking to a yeah. Bible-believing people, and it only works when people have their foundations True. in scriptures that's when it only works it only works when people grow up in the faith and so whatever it's, it's, like, it's like marriage and when we talk about in, um, even in courts and in gangs they have hidden languages they have secret languages now it only applies when you're in the group or if you're in certain schools there are certain catchphrases that come out if you go outside that school and you're speaking about those catchphrases it makes no sense nobody listens to it you know and i remember, I remember in secondary school we we're talking about the b language you know um beside every vowel or every consonant you put a b so so if you want to say kiosk you kind of spell kiosk but you say kibobo kibos uh, kibobo it's nonsense you, you get what i'm saying but then if you were with somebody who went to nigeria and if at that point and you're doing the b language it's very impressive but then i come to lagos and i'm doing the b language and everybody in my hood is saying "Baba, talk well now you know and, and so i think that's how christians a lot of times when we sound when we say the bible says especially when we are speaking to people that do not hold the scriptures it's the authority of their life you know if if i if i was talking to you outside and i said my father said that you must not come into the house by 7 pm that's in your own household only people they live where else that matter concern, you know but if i was telling to my siblings or telling saying it to my cousins or people who had come visiting it applies to them, there's a covenant, you know, and that's why the scripture says that what the law says, it says to them who are under it, don't say it to everybody. And so when we say the Bible says, we delegate authority, and it's i used to say it very sheepishly. I used to say the Bible has never said anything, it has never said anything, no book has ever spoken. You know, in all the books that are written on the face of the earth, there's no book that has spoken. None of them have said anything since the beginning of time, you know, and so it's that god is speaking or a man, or is, speaking, a man is speaking or, and, or somebody yeah. is speaking you know and so we must yes yeah, so i think i think the discourse here would be would be in the simplicity who of is identifying
0: who's speaking because yeah sorry sorry it, to cut you short I, I think that's very clear because i'm um, just saying the bible says kind of like is it is a lazy man's approach because it kind of like gives everybody that um that has said something in quotes that's in the bible a kind of um, authoritative, um, how put it? it? Kind of like puts authority on everybody that has spoken in the Bible. So, in the parts where you have the devil to, uh, to have said some things, accounted for in the Bible, is that what we should now follow? Because it, it is not giving people an intelligent um, read of the Bible when you just say the Bible says. I think it is more at home, for instance, where you actually mention the author. Do you understand? It's something I started learning to do. That okay if i'm saying if i'm let's say I, I i want to make reference to something in ephesians and i'm saying paul was writing to the ephesian church and we find this account in the in ephesians and we go to the chapter and the verse it is it is better than saying let's open to ephesians let's see what efficiency is saying or let's see what the bible says in ephesians in fact it doesn't even it doesn't even sit well logically when you say the bible says in ephesians
1: Logically, yes. it, it is
0: like mention the author be at home because it kind of like gives you the um i i think what's important about reading the bible is that you have to like be in the same position those who those scriptures were first written to are in in that sense it's like the letter to my wife and you just pick up the letter and you're just reading the letter and just say okay this letter says it kind of like makes no meaning by the time you put the subjects in the letter it gives it more I, I i think it gives you it opens you to better understanding of what was said and how it was said and what you're meant to take from it
1: no i I, th- I think i think more so than not it's realizing that the bible were written yeah by the real people who had believed speak the to them god speak to them speak to them or true historical accounts that were recorded in the times or in the lives during the time periods where these lives were experienced and so when we are intercossing with those things, there's a reality to it. People talk about I remember when um, Malcolm Gladwell was speaking about Goliath and saying, Oh, Goliath, you <laughs> know, that, um, that David's stone was not a stone. Yeah. There was you get what I'm saying? So so the truth is the reason why this happened here is because we have
0: mystified Yes. In fact you, you just hit the nail have, on the head, yeah. We have made the book fit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we've mystified the book. And so the book is a book of charms. You know, and so people can say, Oh, I I I in-depth God based on Genesis one verse three. Are you kidding me? Are you silly? What does Genesis 1 verse 3 say? How can in in-depth God by Genesis 1 verse 3? And he said, Let there be light. How can he be in depth that baby? Very light. It was telling Moses how he, how he created the world and you are saying you in depth him by it. He says according to the prophecy. And I'm like, what <laughs> <that> <laughs> nonsense are you saying? You can't just speak and truth. Yeah. And so there are context. And and because of it's, 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 it's like we say it's a lazy yeah. read first and foremost. But then there's yeah, a reality, there's reality to, the to it. Yeah. there's a reality to the events, there's a reality to the times. So that's why the New Testament accounts in all the historical books in, in humankind, non-humankind, from the beginning of time, the New Testament is one of the most accurate, the, 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 yeah. the gospels precisely, is one of the most accurate biography of anybody's life. Because it came out in the that's generations what the man, yeah. that's what the man. And so people like Josephus Walk could find the accounts the account there. And so when I'm when we are when we are saying when we are saying oh you have to study the scriptures to the point where you know who is speaking and in the context which it was spoken we're not saying oh you cannot apply it to your life but we are saying it it holds on more with yeah
0: in conversation in
1: conversations so i can be speaking yeah so i can be speaking an unbeliever and i know from where to speak to the unbeliever i can be speaking believers and i know okay this is the grounds on which we differ but then i'm not just saying i'm not just saying the bible says and then it's overshadowing i know i've had people argue and someone said, said oh the bible said that uh, god will judge the iniquities of the father on the son person say but but the bible said that you will no longer say the the fathers have eaten grapes or the children stay on edge
0: one and say but the ezekiel said <laughs> yeah so it looks look look like one like, and the bible be something? saying <laughs> many things that are contradicting and themselves the, <laughs> Many things that are around the same subject you get what i'm saying and then you,
1: you imagine if god like jesus <laughs> and the devil who were, were fighting joker say it is written the devil come and say ah it is written joker say no it is written no jesus christ knew the devil was, it was out, of context, out of context yeah
0: of context, so, yeah
1: and He knew he was speaking to the devil yeah. within context. What was the context when the devil oh. told him, Jump? He said you will not tempt the Lord your God. It is fitting. This is God has revealed his heart. You he will not tempt him. And so when, when I say, Oh, don't tempt God, I must, you know, and as that the Bible says that has masked a lot yeah. of inaccuracies. Why? Because um People said if you want to hide something from a black man, put it in a book. I think that's as true of every black man, black Christian <laughs> or black anything. I didn't a book or the most or the least uh, And now, if we hear this from I don't know, you can say the our brothers who were in the diaspora are more educated yeah. than we are or are more open to books, that's fine. But we have seen hip-hop, hip hop is so hide this in a book, really keep it there. But it's true yeah. in a lot of things, and so when in the average black, like the African African church, and am also God says, um, um, the Bible says that heaven helps those who help themselves. And our parents quote it. And the question is, I have read God. And it's not there. And, and it doesn't even have to be literal. I've not even found a connotation that like, can imply it. You understand? And so and so when we say um David said, you know, that's why some people some one time in the few in the past, somebody said to me, um, stop quoting the Bible. And I used to quote a lot, like not just scriptures, I used to quote wise men and I quote a lot of wise men. Then I said yeah. like Isaac Newton, I, I, a number of people who were wise. Yeah, so when Kierkegaard got a number of other them, Malcolm Gladwell, um, Modric, um, Malcolm yeah. Modridge, and a number of, you know, and, and I used to just quote them extensively. And then someone said, much no, I start stop quoting the scriptures. And I said, um, if I can quote Isaac Newton, yeah. why can't I quote Paul? I still yeah. Paul be wiser than Isaac Newton. And so I said, if I can quote anybody, if I can quote Einstein, I can quote Jesus, and when i put it that way the guy i was speaking with knew enough not to say oh because you have been hearing me quote other people yeah. and you have allowed it so why is it now that i'm quoting this men that I, I, I buy into their wisdom you say i should not but when you say the bible says then you allow people shut up their hearts to what Very you have true. to say a lot of times because you are trying to force a belief yeah. system on them that they might not possibly subscribe point. to at that point and so when people come into the faith then you can't like in, in then in when i used to enter buses extensively then you see people stand up and preaching buses you know and people, people stand up in the buses and say, let us
0: open our um, bible too jesus
1: is lord <laughs> you know yeah but let's open our bible too yeah or, or they'll say jesus praise is lord, the
0: lord. or say praise, you know? the lord. say praise the lord
1: <laughs> praise the lord you know and, and the question then is the unbelievers amen. Say, the bus say amen not this because yeah. it's a believing community but if you went to yeah the Koma Hills, and he said, "Praise the Lord." The question who is, the Lord, is yeah. who is the Lord?" So, so we are piggybacking off a Christian culture of, but there's there's something there's a problem with with hanging onto a culture that has that is Christianized but is not Christian anymore. Wow. And so it has all the trapping of religion, but the funny thing is, it has that trapping has mitigated the impact of the gospel, and that's why you see a lot of memes on Twitter that have Christian undertones on and they're insulting. insulting to God. yeah. You know, and like the one who, that came out where people say, ah, um, God should not subscribe me for warriors or oh, well, in his warrior this thing, in for the year <laughs> 2023. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're laughing You know what I'm saying? Hey, God should not subscribe. Why? Because as a culture, we have yeah. grew up in the Christian setting. So, so schools, even at yeah. primary schools, we had Christian songs yeah. in the assembly. He says, Who soldier of the Lord and, and you just, God should not enlist me And why this and even Christians speak so carelessly. Because even Paul said everyone who goes yeah. to war um the, he said he that was doesn't entangle himself with the affairs of his life he said endure hardness as a good soldier okay. of christ and so it is necessary that we go beyond just reading the scriptures right. just to memorize verses now memorizing is, yeah. is powerful <laughs> and important you know but the context actually blesses okay. much more every time like the stuff i'm doing with the prophets now where i'm yeah. highlighting who is speaking it's so funny that when you begin to check things out in context, you, 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 you are encountered by a reading that is quite different. Like when God says in "And let, let the weak yeah. say I am strong. God was not telling the church, let the okay. weak say I am strong. God was telling the nations, I'm calling you to come and fight me. Let the weak say I am strong. All of you, turn your plowshares to salt and come and fight me. Changes the dynamics. Or when Micah was saying, oh, a man's enemy will be somebody in his own house and all those things. If you read the context, the context was God has said a number of things that they were so and they will know of it. God was mad at Israel because of how they had them forsaken him for for that which would not profit. And so Micah began to see that time and said, Who is me? Who is this season and who is this time of life? And as he was saying it, he, he got to the point where he says this will be a season of perplexity. He said this would be a season of perplexity and and struggle and and, and grief and then he says see you, these guys who are doing bad in that time you will not trust your friend though you will not put your confidence in your companion why because because of the confusion because of sin and and, and difficult times everybody will be his own worst enemy that was the content and so i've heard a lot of um, indigenous preachers or preachers in africa teach how um now you're for life they do you <laughs> And he quotes the scripture. They quote the scriptures, and it's because the Bible, they see the Bible yeah. says a precious worst enemy will wow. be somebody in his own house.
0: But yeah. That's not
1: the context. That's not the context because it goes in the context. You will see, after God has said, "You shall sow, but you shall not reap; you shall tread olives, but the olives will not come. All the works of Ahab's house are done, and you shall walk in and yeah. you walked in their councils, and I will make you a desolation." And God said, "I will do a number of things to you." He says, and then. Micah began to say, Woe is me, woe is me, woe is me. He says, um, there's no cluster, the first group has grape has not come, they all lie in wait for blood. Every man hunts his own brother with a net. That they may successfully do evil with both hands. The prince asks for gift, the judges seeks a bribe, the great man utters his evil desires, so they skin together. The best of them is, is, like a, is like a like a thorn. And the most upright is sharper than a thorn hedge. The days of the watchman and your punishment comes, now shall there be perplexity. He says, do not trust, trust in a friend. And so he began, he began to describe a season where to be so hard and so bad because of the, the effect of what God is doing because of their sin, or the calamity God is bringing upon them because of their sin, where a man's enemy will be men of his own household. But then Micah said this, therefore, I will look to Yahweh. I will wait for God of my salvation. My God will hear me. The context changes everything. And the funny thing about it is, that saying that Micah said, it's actually this actually Micah saying? This was not God saying, but then this is Micah saying because he saw yeah. the revelation in God, you know. And so, st- sitting in context really blesses, or going beyond, yes, yeah, saying yeah, really blesses says, and gives you yeah. to to under- to understanding what God is really saying, or what the prophets, or the apostles, or the teachers. We're saying in their season and in their context kind of changes everything. And so, if I was speaking to an unbeliever, I was speaking to a Muslim, precisely. Yeah, and the Muslim went an, and the Muslim went to an argument with me where he said, "Allah is Yahweh," and that's the reason why I use the proper name of God. I use the name God revealed of Himself, yeah. Yahweh, and not just the word God. Why? Because one day, one day we'll have that episode: what Who is, is God? God? Yeah. Who is God? You know. and um, I think <laughs> precisely yeah. first and foremost because we want see what the, we must see what yeah. the office of a God is. And realize that that office can be filled by anybody, just the way yeah. of the office of president can be filled by anybody. And so the office of a God can be filled by anything, any being. And so God says, What we have worshiped are things that, that yeah. by nature are not God. And so when he revealed his name, his proper name, he said, I am the I am. And throughout the Hebrew scriptures, it's the I am that you see yeah. at every point where you see the Lord, yeah. which is amazing. Because and so at some point, you see the prophet yeah. and say, I Yahweh is his name. It, you see, you can say, My wife can come out and see My man and Balado's wife can say oh my man but the funny thing is that when you see him my man you might think oh, my <laughs> yes
0: man. yes not might
1: not describe the same person they might be describing how they like to preach god's word oh, every time oh, they're always talking about scriptures oh, oh they're reading odd books or oh, <laughs> my man eh? my man he can't talk now you might think it's balado baggy only they call the proper name you know and, and so when they say oh no it's, it's man," oh Balado's your own husband no i thought we were talking about baggy all the while now it's different and so, one of the things I always say when 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 I'm, when I'm in a dialogue with them, with the Muslim, precisely when they are the arguments, oh, we are serving the same God. I say the problem is that you're talking about God, you're not talking about who the entity yeah. in that office is. So I asked them quickly, and I said, "Does your God have a child?"
0: And once you say no, then we can't be talking about the same people.
1: And they will say no,
0: Allah, Allah doesn't have a the child, and <laughs> they are not worshiping the same person. person. Yeah.
1: Why? Because because I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying the yeah. Bible says. Yeah, like Jesus is the Son of God. I'm saying, God spoke from
0: heaven. This is my beloved son. Because
1: wow. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the context changes,
0: <laughs> is it's is no that? more. Yo, the Bible yeah. said Jesus is the Son of God.
1: Nah. <laughs> God spoke from heaven. This is my beloved son. Peter said, "We saw with our eyes, we heard with our voice, with our ears." This God said it. Peter did not say, "Oh." And uh, the Bible says, "The Bible didn't say Jack." And I would say, yeah. Even as David saw in the spirit, or by the spirit of God, in Psalm two, where Yahweh said to the Christ, "You are my son; this day I have begotten And then the Christ asked, asked them, when he was speaking to the Pharisees, and he says, "Who was the Christ? Is he David's son or David's lord?" And he said, was oh, David's son." He said, "No, it's not David's son. How would David call his mass, his, his? How would lord. David call his yeah. son his owner?" And then they were, he was quoting where David said, "Yahweh said unto my adonai and I," and he shut up. Why didn't he say oh and the script the bible says no nah. why did he say david said even jesus called yeah. the name of the authors It's why when the people say oh um um, is it lawful to divorce a woman jesus christ did not say the bible says he said have you not read in the scriptures and then he was he went to genesis and quoted genesis and they said ah no but moses then now he of became very real he said ah, but moses told us we can't divorce why did they divorce <laughs> you say moses <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they say, ah, but the same, but no, and you no, most only allowed that because of the hardness of your heart. Because we're talking about real time. People real time, yeah, people have received view words, yeah, and instructions. You know, these holy men were moved but. by a true God and a living God. <laughs> 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 I like how, so I can cut everything that I said short, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: just say <laughs> <laughs> you know, you
1: know, you know, and so what is even amazing is is when we are talking about the, the, the sonship of Jesus, yeah. we're not saying the scripture says, said. we're saying God Himself said, and so to leave Jesus is to live the testimony of God, it's, it's a small thing to say the Bible said. It's a wittier thing to say, God spoke from heaven. And I believe the testimony of the apostles. And so they they heard it. And so we hang all our hope on the divinity of Christ or the sonship of Christ. On the words of the apostles, they heard it. That God himself spoke from heaven. Or John the Baptist's testimony of God. And because I believe these men, they are with God. I believe their testimony of God. So just saying what the Bible said. Is, is 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 of a lesser weight to me than the authority of these men and their walk with god john the Baptist head god said um at a certain point people head from heaven where god says i've glorified my name and i will yet glorify it again you find that in john chapter 12. you know and so there's a richness and so i'm looking at peter's first discourse in the temple in on the day of pentecost and he said oh we're not drunk oh, but this is what Joel the prophet said because Drew was a living person. He had lived. You know, then they say, "Well, men of Israel, so, so, and so, this has happened. This is Jesus whom you crucified, God has raised back to life. Happened on understanding. He said, For David says concerning him. David says. Not the Bible says. Not the scripture says. David said. Why? Because Israel understood the place of David and his walk with Yahweh. You know, and so God has called us into this passionate embrace with his word. And it is to walk in the, like I was saying about, even the Israelites, when you listen to their prayer a lot of times, of Saul's, um, Samuel, I don't know whether Samuel's prayers include, Solomon's prayer, Jeremiah's prayer, a number of the prophets, their prayers, they always hop on to the fact that their very existence as a nation was because God took them through the Red Sea. And so you hear this guy say, what's his name, um, Joshua, oh God, how you led us through the Red Sea. And everybody says it at different point. But then God was saying at a certain point that very soon you stop saying it all. Yeah, very soon you will pray and say, you're the, the God who brought us back from Babylon. Why? Because these things that God does, He lives as a living testimony. It's not simply the Bible says. You know, there was a certain point where God says, even though Daniel, even though Daniel, Samuel, and Job were to intercede for Israel, they will not listen. That he will spare only their life. He was saying it to Ezekiel. And so the richness of God's word. Is it not only just reading the scriptures and seeing what the bible said or trying to memorize the scriptures but to come into this living relationship and seeing god's face in his word then deciding or choosing a life deliberately for him and so when we see the bible says we're not simply saying you cannot have that conversation with people but then if i'm going to talk to a muslim about the christ or anybody you know about the sonship of christ and to happen on paul's testimony in act 17 of jesus without quoting the scriptures he said see all of us on the face were created by god of one nation of men to seek to seek his face but then we all did whatever i wanted to do but now one man amongst us god has risen him from the dead and we are eyewitnesses of it and and so when you begin to see like paul's ministry to the gentiles like we said earlier he doesn't quote a lot of scriptures he actually refrained from quoting especially to the gentiles when he was talking to them without their exposure to when he spoke to gentiles proselytes who were part of the synagogue he quoted the scriptures because he knew the hope of the jews but when he was talking to just broad, broad stroke of gentiles he barely quoted scriptures he he spoke about god in broad strokes like the god who gave us rain and gives us sunshine and a number of other things you know And so towards one of his, the end of his, his message in athens one of the powerful things he said there was therefore since we are his offspring as one of their prophets spoke we ought not to think that the divine nature is like gold or silver or stone something shaped by art and man's device. and so he was lynchpinning of what uh, the god that made us is very massive how can he be this stone powerfully so you know and then he goes and says truly these times of ignorance god overlooked but now commands all men everywhere to repent because he has appointed a day on which he would judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he ordained he has given assurance of yeah. this to all by raising him from the dead you know and so he went to the resurrection and he said yeah. this is the message like if someone tells me the hadith <laughs> i don't know what the hadith is so you have to tell me what he says. <laughs> you get you know what i So if you say, oh, Nadir Bukhari said this, and I'm like, okay, what did he say? Who was he? Oh, he was Muhammad's friend. So I'm like, okay, that's that's nice. But he was very close. So I'm like, oh, okay, I can listen to what he said. Like when Aisha said, Allah is always in a hurry to answer what you are saying. Oh, oh, I get Aisha was his last wife, or was his favorite wife, or something like one of the young ones he married. And so that relationship gives so much more credence to yeah. what she says about him.
0: And yes, we ended that episode abruptly because we started recording and had a lot of um, internet issues because Ambagi are actually not in the same space. So we're having a lot of internet issues and it was going off and going on and going off and going on. So We stopped recording and we couldn't continue to record. But after going through everything that we had recorded, we found out that this actually um, achieved what we wanted it to achieve. We wanted to discuss how... Um, saying just saying the bible says is never a good conversation starter and probably doesn't give you a better understanding of scripture doesn't give you the full scraps and just like baggy said this a real god that was speaking through people in the books of the bible and these were real people that wrote those books and once we read it from that view and see it as they see it and see it as the first reader saw it we have a better understanding and we grabs that which god wants us to have in our lives. Thank you for listening.